the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. A society cannot survive if truth is rejected and lies are embraced. And right now in our society, all of these essential ingredients for a strong civilization, a strong society are under attack and they're being undermined. And the attack is maybe the strongest against truth right now. What is true? What is real? All forms of lying are wrong in the eyes of the Lord. The ninth commandment, bearing false witness against your neighbor, is a form of deception. Today, Pastor Dan warns us that our society won't survive without truth. God commands us to honor one another above ourselves. Deceiving others is not respecting and loving others. If we stay in the Word, the truth will strengthen our faith and save us from guilt. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Stay close to Jesus and the freedom only He can give. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Exodus chapter 20 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Exodus chapter 20. As most of you know, we have slowed down to look at the Ten Commandments in depth. We're taking one commandment a week, and we've looked at the first eight commandments. One of the purposes of the law is to show us our need for Jesus Christ and to show us how far we fall short of God's standard of righteousness and how much we need Jesus Christ and how grateful we are for his death on the cross for our sins and dying in our place. We're going to look at the ninth commandment. Let's pray and we'll get into the word together. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you how it is a mirror to us and it shows us, Lord, how much we fall short. And at the same time, it's our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. And it shows us our need for you and your death and resurrection. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher, that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to your word. I pray and ask, Lord, that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 20, beginning in verse 2. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. That's commandment number one. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. That's commandment number two. Any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, 
but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That's commandment number three. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's commandment number four. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that's commandment number five, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, that's commandment number six. You shall not commit adultery, that's commandment number seven. You shall not steal, that's commandment number eight. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, that's commandment nine. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. And that is commandment number 10. And again, we're going to look at the ninth commandment in verse 16. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Now, the immediate context of this commandment is in a court of law. You shall not bear false witness or give false testimony against someone in a court of law or in a legal matter. You have to understand at that time in the ancient world, they didn't have forensic science and DNA and video surveillance that they could introduce in a court of law. Most of the evidence was eyewitness testimony or the testimony of people against the accused. And so it was important that the testimony was true, that you did not bear false witness against another person in a trial. With the trial of Jesus Christ, remember the religious leaders brought a whole parade of false witnesses against Jesus to accuse Jesus to condemn him. And so that's the kind of the immediate meaning or context of this commandment. But as we've seen with all the commandments in our study, they each have a much broader application with the commandment not to murder. Remember, Jesus said, if you have hatred in your heart towards someone or anger in your heart towards someone, you're guilty of murder. With the commandment against committing adultery, Jesus said, if you have lust in your heart, you're guilty of committing adultery in your heart. So each commandment has a broader application, a broader meaning than what is just simply stated here in chapter 20. That's why it's important for us to look at the volume of the book and everything that is written in the Bible concerning that particular commandment. The commandment not to bear false witness against your neighbor is a prohibition against all forms of lying. All forms of lying. Lying in a court of law against someone would be the worst form of lying, but the commandment prohibits all forms of lying, all forms of falsehood or deception or fraud or injurious words against another person. Remember, Jesus summed up the second half of the Ten Commandments by saying, love your neighbor, right? And loving your neighbor is not lying about them. Loving your neighbor is not making a false statement about them 
or making a false accusation about them. Loving your neighbor is not deceiving them. And remember the Ten Commandments, as we've said before in our previous studies, the Ten Commandments are essential for society, for every society. They're essential for making a civilization. Going back to honoring your parents in verse 12, it's the parental relationship where we learn to follow rules and obey instruction and to respect authority. Uh, And that's where that starts. And that's necessary to have a thriving society. People need to know how to follow rules. They need to know how to obey authority in society. So it's essential for society. Not murdering, sanctifying human life. The sanctity of human life is essential for a society to succeed. Not committing adultery. The sanctity of marriage. Again, as I said before, the marriage relationship is the building block of every society. And so protecting the marriage is essential. Not stealing the sanctity of owning private property. These are all essential for a society to survive and thrive. You could say these are essential ingredients in a society, any society, not just the Hebrew society, not just Christian society, but any and every society. These are the essential ingredients for that civilization to survive and thrive. And so is the need for truth, the need for truth, the ninth commandment. The need for truth, a society, please hear me, because this is where the rubber meets the road in our day right here. A society cannot survive if truth is rejected and lies are embraced. And right now in our society, all of these essential ingredients for a strong civilization, a strong society are under attack and they're being undermined. And the attack is maybe the strongest against truth right now. What is true? What is real? What is reality? And you live in the same world I live in. You look at the same news I look at. The amount of lying, the amount of misinformation, the amount of twisting of facts, the amount of suppressing truth or suppressing opposing opinions that is occurring in our society right now, is exhausting mentally. I mean, isn't it? It's crazy. It's insanity. There's so much lying. There's so much deception in our culture right now. You don't even know what's true or what's right. And to really understand what is going on in our culture, you have to go to Romans chapter 1. So let's go there. We'll look at it together. Romans chapter 1. You know, this is the only way you can make sense of what is happening right now in our culture. Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 18, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who, look what it says, suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And this is what has happened in our culture. They are suppressing the truth in their unrighteousness. And the reason that the truth of God is being suppressed is because of unrighteousness. Because the truth of God speaks against unrighteousness. 
and it speaks against sin. And so in our culture right now, instead of being confronted by the truth of God and repenting, our culture is at a point where the culture is just suppressing the truth so that it can continue in unrighteousness and continue in sin. And it tells us that God has revealed himself to all of mankind. Mankind has a conscience. Mankind knows right from wrong. The law of God is written on man's heart. That's what he's talking about in the next verse. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, in the heart. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made. That's every human being. Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And so here it's God has revealed himself to every person. They have an understanding of right and wrong. God's law is written on their heart. They have a conscience of right and wrong. But they've suppressed the truth so that they can continue in their unrighteousness and in their sin. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Verse 21, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise, They became fools, and they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Here's what it's saying. Man, in his unrighteousness, didn't like the truth because the truth confronted his unrighteousness and his sin, so man suppressed the truth that was revealed to him in the heart by God, written in the heart, and man instead created his own gods that allow unrighteousness. And mankind, our society, our culture, this is what has happened. Creating our own gods that doesn't require anything. Gods that allow people to continue in their unrighteousness and continue in their sin. They've just replaced the true God and the truth with a false God and the lie. Therefore, verse 24, here's the main part here. Therefore, because they've done this, because the truth has been revealed to them, but in their unrighteousness, they suppress the truth of God. They created their own gods that allows them to live the way that they want to live and live their lifestyle. Now, therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. Go back to verse 18. The wrath of God has been revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. What is the wrath of God that has been revealed? What is it talking? You know, we think of the wrath of God quite often. We think of fire and brimstone or the tribulation period pouring out these judgments. Well, here, the wrath of God is God just giving up that society. God just handing over that society to its sin, to allow its sin to run its natural course. This is what's known as the wrath of abandonment. The wrath of abandonment. God's not raining down fire and brimstone. He's abandoning that society. And that's what is described in verse 24. 
Therefore, God also gave them up. He said, okay, if you want to suppress the truth, if you want to reject my truth, you want to make your own God so you can just continue in your unrighteousness and sin and live your lifestyle the way you want to live and you want to forsake me, there's a point where God says, okay, well, I'm just going to give you over to that. That's the wrath of abandonment. That's the wrath of God. Here in Romans chapter 1, he gave them up to uncleanness, and what happened? Verse 24, he gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever Amen. Please note here, verse 24, when God gives up a society, when God gives up a culture and hands them over and just kind of gives the, you know, abandons them to their sin, verse 24, there is an explosion of sexual immorality that follows. How do you know when a society has been given over by God? You'll see an explosion of sexual immorality in that society. What we call in our society the sexual revolution. And there's just widespread sexual immorality. It's widely accepted. It's widely available. It's everywhere. It's normalized in that society. That's a sign of a society that has been abandoned by God. So what happens next? If they don't repent from that, they continue down that path. Look at verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up. Here's a second abandonment here. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchange the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lusts for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. You can stop right there. When God gives over a society, first you're going to see an explosion of sexual immorality. And if that society doesn't repent, not long after that, you'll see an explosion of homosexuality in that society. And when you see an explosion of homosexuality and the widespread acceptance of homosexuality, that's a sign that that society has been handed over and abandoned by God. Now, look what it says. It goes on. Verse 28 And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over. Now we see it a third time here. God gave them over to a debased mind to do things which are not fitting. This third step of God's wrath of abandonment is a debased mind. What does that mean? People's minds aren't working right anymore. So you start with a sexual explosion, sexual immorality, And then it progresses or degrades to homosexuality. And then in that society, people have a debased mind where people aren't even living in reality anymore. Their thinking is so skewed and so messed up at that point. And that's where you are right now in our society, where people's thinking and their perspective of what is real, what is true, what is right, it's crazy. It's insanity. And that's a sign of a society that has been abandoned by God. So what happens next? If the nation doesn't repent, if that society doesn't repent and turn back to God, well, verse 29, it becomes filled with all unrighteousness and sexual immorality and wickedness and covetousness and maliciousness and envy and murder and strife and deceit and evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. 
As if there's not enough evil things in the world, they've got to invent even more. Disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. That's where a society that is abandoned by God, that's where it ends up if it doesn't turn back to God. This is how you can make sense of what is going on in our culture. Just keep referring back to Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 32. And that's where we are. That's what is happening. That's why there's just so much deception and lying and falsehood in our culture right now. Now, go back to Exodus chapter 23. And we'll look at some verses together about this commandment. Lying, obviously, is a violation of the ninth commandment. Here in Exodus chapter 23, verse 1. You shall not circulate a false report. Do not put your hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. You shall not circulate a false report. So spreading a false report is a violation of the ninth commandment. Spreading misinformation, spreading lies, spreading rumors is a sin against the ninth commandment. Slander, slandering someone violates the ninth commandment. I'll read a verse to you. You don't have to turn there. But in Gospel of Matthew chapter 15, Jesus said, For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies, These are the things which defile a man, right? Out of the heart come these things. Slander, uh, wanting to harm someone's reputation. That's a sin. It's a violation of the ninth commandment. Wanting to influence people's opinion about someone. It's a violation of the ninth commandment. Twisting information, editing information. So to shape people's opinion intentionally leaving out details to shape people's opinion. It's a violation of the ninth commandment. And this is especially true in our day, isn't it? Especially in the days that we live in with social media and videos that can be edited in such a way that it presents a false narrative or presented in a certain way so that it really distorts the truth or it leaves out part of the truth. We don't get the whole story. We just get this one little clip. Or this one picture, I think that's why it's important for us to be slow to jump to a conclusion when you see something on the news or on social media. Let's just wait and see what else comes out about this. But again, we live in a culture, don't we, that people want you to choose a side immediately. As soon as the video comes out, you got to choose a side. Which side are you on? you got to make a statement. you got to release a statement. That's the culture we live in. Listen to what God says about slander and deceit. This is in the Psalms, Psalm 101. Listen to what it says. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. How do you think God feels about slander? He goes on to say, He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. It's a big deal to God. Turn with me over to Leviticus chapter 19. Look at verse 11. 
You shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another. You shall not lie to one another. He asked me how I know, and I say, Bring truer than the finest crystal. Thank you for making Ring of Truth a part of your day today. Tuning out the world and tuning into Scripture gives life a whole new meaning. While the Word of God may feel like a whole bunch of do's and don'ts, it also offers love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness that only Jesus can give. Pastor Dan Sexton has been teaching through a series that ultimately sets parameters and safeguards for those who choose to follow Jesus. Did we pique your curiosity? We hope so. If you'd like to hear more from Pastor Dan Sexton, please visit our website, calvaryec.com. There are loads more messages for you to listen to. Find out more about Ring of Truth and the church behind it while you're there. The About tab at the top of the page will fill you in. If you enjoy connecting through social media, then don't forget about our podcast. It can be found on iTunes as well. In addition, you can find us on Facebook. Are you a part of a church? If not, we invite you to join ours. Sunday service times can be found at calvaryec.com. We'd love to meet you and worship Jesus together. Our live stream is available for those of you not close enough to attend in person. We believe that time spent in God's Word is time well spent. There are numerous other ways to get involved with what's happening here at Ring of Truth, such as, well, why don't you just see for yourself under the Serve tab at calvaryec.com. We're out of time for today, but thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice. And it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth that is unmistakable. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.